Kablam! <laughs> Hi, Druid IRL. How are you? Hi, Stormy D. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. We're back again with another Bandwidth and Banter interview today. Yes. Uh, I loved last week. Don't get me wrong. It was lots of fun. Uh, just chatting amongst ourselves about what uh, kind of our concepts of, of you know, uh, streaming and, and the, the storm keep and the, you know, the super community we're building, all the, yep. uh, the great philosophies and stuff we got to talk about. Did you yeah. have fun? It was wonderful. I had so many big feels and stuff and I just, I loved it. Mm -hmm. It was good. It's so good. Yes. Uh, and we're not, we're, we're not sorry that we made you cry on stream because it was, it was a happy cry. <laughs> twice. Yep. I've cried on bandwidth and banter twice now. Yep. And I'm sure it won't be the last. <clears throat> nope. Guaranteed. <laughs> um, so it was a great it was a great time last week on Bandwidth and Banter, guys. Thank you all for mm -hmm. making it an amazing episode where we got to learn Absolutely. more about each other and what mm -hmm. we plan to do with uh, the uh, Stormkeep Super Community going forward. So it's a pleasure um, to be back again interviewing yeah. another amazing person. Oh, my gosh. Who do we have today, Druid? Edible wizard! I know, edible wizard, or is that like calling the Lord of Tasty Mages? <laughs> Cheese for everyone. Cheese for everyone. That's awesome. I wear a special shirt just, just for, him. for edible yes. wizard today. Yes, uh, our man, uh, edible wizard, we know him and love him through a couple of different folks, Banana Tom and more specifically Mia Mao uh, and Nella Doodle. So uh, all of yeah. that, that, that amazing uh, UK crew over there. So without further ado, this warm, amazing, talented, and creative uh, fantasy style streamer himself. Let's uh, bring on the old edible wizard. Don't shoot us with spells, man. Pew pew. <laughs> Finger guns. Spells. Pew, pew, pew. They're, they're spells. They're spells. Yep. Hello, everybody. <laughs> um, like... Y'all are too nice. Way too nice, though. I was over here. You couldn't... I don't know if you could see it, but I was cheesing as you guys were introducing me. It was... Uh, oh, my gosh. But like they said, I, hello, everybody. I am Edible Wizard. Um, they... Uh, <laughs> my brain. My brain doesn't want to work You're right okay. now. It's okay. Uh, Take your time, brother. <laughs> we're here together. No. Yep. So over on my channel... Um, we do all kinds of craziness. It's 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 just pure chaos, really. Honestly, it's it's pure chaos. We do. I'm a variety streamer. Stream everything from uh, Souls-like games to Goose Goose Duck. Ow. Oh my God! See, they're they're here. They're ready. Um, I I, I warned you about them. Mm -hmm. I warned you about them. I love it. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, yeah. I mean, uh, that, that's pretty much it. Well, my streams they're they're all about. Uh, the community, really. Like, I, I wouldn't be streaming if it wasn't for the community. Agreed. Same. And and I understand that you have some uh, some uh, uh, charity stuff. Oh, the streams getting ready yes. to go. So, uh, my second year uh, affiliate date is November seventh. But instead of doing like a subathon or anything like that, what I do is a charity campaign for a charity called Stand Up to Cancer. Mm -hmm. Um, and if you don't know that charity, uh, what they do is they, uh, get leading researchers in the cancer field, uh, either scientists or, 
uh, other doctors, and they put them all together to help find cures, hopefully, uh, and or better treatments for uh, for uh, um, for cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we do that through Streamlabs charity. So any anything that gets donated is donated. One hundred percent of it goes right to the charity, mm-hmm. uh, and that is from the. The first week in November, November 1st to the 7th. So we do a full week. This year, I have 16 other streamers that are joining me in this. It's uh, it's crazy. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. We had a little bit of a camera hiccup there, but uh, luckily we still had your audio. And oh, it, sorry. It, and it, it was oh, a good. nice looking uh, like screenshot of your face. So great. <laughs> <laughs> we will continue on. I'm sure it's just you know, internet has been acting flaky across the U.S. lately. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, yep. well, uh, I appreciate you sharing that with us, Edible Wizard. We're gonna jump yeah, straight you. in the Q and A so we can highlight more about you and learn more about you. How's that sound, buddy? That uh, sounds great to me. Thank all you. right, all right. Starting off with our usual but tried and true important question, please share a boring fact about yourself. Oh, boring. Boring fact? Mm-hmm. I don't have a boring... No. Um, that sounds very conceited. It's like, I don't have a boring fact about me, but... <laughs> I'm the most passionating human on the planet. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, hmm. And it's I, a hard I, question I watched to start last off. Week or, weeks ago so i heard this question and i was like what would i think what would i choose what would i choose but mm-hmm. n- nothing would actually come to mind i was trying to think of maybe some like little talent i mean i can bend my thumb backwards can can, that. oh that's kind of interesting okay here's one too that you actually shared with us in the pre-interview phase if you don't mind me sharing on your behalf yeah yeah go for it go uh for it. you you indicated to us that you don't do any maintenance on your beard Oh yeah, that, I guess that would be pretty boring if you're a beard person. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I I don't do any like I I may like trim up the sides, but there's no there's no beard gel, beard oils in there. It's I just let it do its thing. I let it do its, its thing. Live, laugh, loving. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, how did you pick your Twitch name, and what was the inspiration? <laughs> so. I know a lot of people are thinking that just based on the name, it is uh, marijuana related, but that is not the case. Oh, I wouldn't. So, I, I didn't think that. But I, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I get it a lot, like because I use this username, like PlayStation, Xbox, all that stuff. So I get it a lot that people are like, hey, hey, and I'm like, no, not so mm-hmm. much. Uh, I have nothing against that. Mm-hmm. But um, the name came up from the xbox 360 days when uh, i first got my xbox i was just randomizing names and i was like i want one that's going to make people go what and i stumbled across that and and that i've just used that ever since ever i love since. it i love it it's awesome it's it's very marketable and it it's funny and honestly the fact that it it, it gets people thinking particular thoughts isn't a bad mm-hmm. thing because it sticks it in their really head does. so <laughs> It's right. definitely memorable. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, switching gears into some of the more interesting questions that I'm honestly personally wanting to dive into the most here. Uh, right. We have quite a few of these in this particular topic, but um, it's just the way it is. Uh, 
Share with us, Edible Wizard. Scared. What D&D class do you consider yourself to be IRL? Oh, okay. Real life? And, well, I was going to say something that, but that, that may be a question that's coming up, so I'll, re- I'll hold that back. Um, mm-hmm. I, just based on the entertainer aspect, or being Twitch, I would, I would go with Bard. Mm-hmm. Um, am I a fan of Bard's? Eh, it may be a controversial topic, but uh, mm-hmm. but I, I I would say Bard just based on the entertainer aspect because you know Bard Bards they're not just strictly music right right they can be there's multiple forms of entertainment, um, but I I would say Bard I would say Bard love it perfect <laughs> nice <laughs> tell us about your favorite D and D character you have played. And your favorite D&D NPC you have created for a campaign. Okay. I actually have uh, my, fav- my favorite character right here. I don't know if you're going to be able to see him. He is a half-orc barbarian. Oh, cool. Ooh. Barbarians are my absolute... It's blurry. Sorry. Um, barbarians are my favorite. Love a barbarian. Just a mm-hmm. little rage monster running around and... Kicking ass and taking names, so they're they're, they're my favorite, absolute mm-hmm. favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my and one of my favorite NPCs that I've created because as uh, I am a uh, I do run a D and D group for friends and family. We do it in person. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never done like virtual tabletop as a DM, but uh, one of my favorites would have to be this captain of a uh, of a a merchant ship uh it, and the players kind of helped me come up with the name on the spot because it was one of those characters where i had to improvise something real quick but and his name was captain hungy okay <laughs> and uh i i just really enjoyed playing him because he didn't the players were all about shenanigans and just trying to get away with as much as they could. And he just didn't want to put up with any of it. Uh, he actually kicked, not in the middle of this was after the trip. He kicked him off the boat. They encountered him again later and he just wanted nothing to do with him. He's just like, no, you guys are going to have to find a different boat. And no, not me. <laughs> yep. He just figured they were bad luck because of the, the journey they had. They encountered harpies. They encountered, uh, a succubus along the journey, and it was it was crazy, crazy. Yep, gotcha. Right on. Oh, I love. <laughs> Thank that. you for sharing those. That's that's cool. Oh, I would yeah, love absolutely. to have been a part of that. Um, let me ask you: When was the last time you got to be a player in D anD? Oh man, <laughs> uh, <laughs> another forever DM. I know. <laughs> it seems like it. It was actually in this campaign that we were doing, but it's. Uh, so I gave my players the deck of many things at like level four, just because. Wow. <laughs> Stormy's face, like I, I knew. It. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was a choice. <laughs> and uh, they they pulled a couple of them pulled from the deck, some didn't, and uh, just kind of derailed the campaign a little bit. Um. I forgot where I was going with this. My brain just went straight to the, oh yeah, when I was a player. So one of the players pulled uh, the dungeon card. Mm. So his character just straight up disappeared and was sent off to a random dungeon in the middle of nowhere. 
So what we did is we let that player DM for a little bit, and then I took my my barbarian. And so he yeah. came up with the story as to how the, we got his character back, uh, and and then I took back over. Oh, oh that's cool. That's super how long cool. ago was that? Uh, it's We haven't played in a long time because everybody got busy. Sure. Yeah. Um, but it, it was definitely over a year ago. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yep. Um, what do you find most fulfilling about being a DM? The stories. I love the aspect. It, it's some people get the mindset that when they play D and D and D, it's it's DM versus the player. That's wrong. That that is not at all how it's supposed to go. It's Agreed. it's it's a cooperative storytelling experience and in yep. the way i run my campaigns and and you're 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 not as a dm you're not out to kill your players you're not you you set challenges for them but right. you want them to see to succeed you want them to to come up with crazy solutions to to your puzzles or things you didn't even think of uh to to cover in in your prep um my 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 campaign is completely uh homebrew um so you know. Like I, 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 I want them to come up with ideas outside the box. Um, Indeed. I like so. him. I knew I would. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I will, I will say like some of the, the best DMS while, uh, they, they borrow work from other, you get inspiration from other things sure, too. Like sure. you'll, you'll yeah. see something somewhere. I'm like, Oh, I want that in my campaign. Yeah. And you can tweak it a little here and there, but it's, uh, the, 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 the experiences that I've had with with my players, the memories that we've made, it uh, that I, I think that's the best experience I would say as a DM. The the memories you make with your players. I concur. Yeah. I concur. And and yeah, yeah our philosophy completely aligns. And uh, <laughs> appreciate you, sir. Yeah. No, I, um, I appreciate you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, D bringing us closer together yeah. absolutely. It, absolutely is the next question mine i got a little off derailed myself yes seven. it is it is okay uh oh this is an interesting one uh, that i was curious about what is your least favorite D, D character class oh man oh so i haven't Five. had the experience of dming for all of them mm-hmm out of the ones I have, as a DM, I would say Artificer, mm. because they can do so much. <laughs> it's it's so hard to plan and prep when you have a character that is basically a jack of all traits, and and they can they can do so much. It's mm -hmm. uh, um, second, I think if you are using the the Critical roles, uh, characters, and some of their stuff as well. The Blood Hunter. I don't think the Blood Hunter does enough. I have a Blood Hunter in my campaign, and mm -hmm. I just feel like compared to the other players, it, it seems like he is lagging behind a little bit in everything mm -hmm. he can do. So, from that aspect, I would say Blood Hunter, but as a DM, Artificer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> gotcha. Thank you for sharing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. What drew you to Twitch? Wait, I'm sorry, what? What is I said that really me? fast. Yes, you did. I said it really fast. What drew you to Twitch? We we transitioned topics. 
No, you're fine. I I am a disabled veteran, um, Mm -hmm. so I don't really. uh, I'm not working, and I uh, I I play video games. That's it. I've played video games for the far as I can remember. Mm -hmm. Um, And I had a couple friends that were that were streamers, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna try it out myself, and and it's fantastic. Like it, you get to experience. A game but also you have these fantastic communities like i wouldn't be streaming on twitch if it wasn't for uh the the other people that i've met on here the, the mm-hmm. communities that uh i am in contact with they're they're all fantastic people yeah fantastic agreed yeah so on that same kind of uh topic trail here what did family and friends think when you told them that you planned on streaming they didn't say anything. My brother used to come by my stream a little bit, uh, mm-hmm. but my family doesn't really come by my streams. They 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 know I play video games. They know I stream, but they don't really come by. Which, of course, I wish they would. I wish they would come by, but um, no. My friend, I do have some friends that uh, army buddies and uh, real life friends that do come. <laughs> I seen Zal's message there. Oh, I'm, try, I'm, I'm trying to ignore what he's saying because. <laughs> chaos it's 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 anyways uh it uh family and friends they they, they just like yeah that's something edible would do i almost said mm-hmm. my real name i was like mm. yeah <laughs> i got you <laughs> oh what struggles did you deal with when you first started streaming Streamlabs issues audio t- tech issues tech yeah. issues <laughs> um because the, the equipment I had when I first started streaming wasn't, it was good enough. Like I, I could do certain things. The computer I had at the time, like I, I, I couldn't play games on high settings and stream on the old computer. Uh, but if I played for my PlayStation, then yeah, I was fine. But uh, tech issues, hundred percent tech issues. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, what tips then can you uh, share with future streamers? Hmm. That's a good question. The, the biggest thing for me is uh, audio. Um, make sure your audio is good. There's no echoes. There's um, it. Uh, make just essentially make sure it sounds good. Like if if I go if I go into somebody's stream that I've never been into, and I'm just like browsing on twitch and the audio is off it that's the the, the first thing for me is it, it kind of puts me off I'm like i can't listen to this because it, it sounds echoey or mm-hmm. uh, even though like i, I want to stay and support somebody but it uh it, audio also um don't force yourself to stream like if, if there's a day that comes up that you're just not feeling it you're you, mentally you're just like i don't want to do it don't do it don't do it your community is still going to be there for you Mm-hmm. So don't, don't, don't force yourself to, don't force yourself to do something you don't want to do. That's, that's great advice. I appreciate that. Yep. Love that. Yeah. Um, I have a feeling I know the answer to this question, but I'm yeah. going to ask it anyway. Uh, what do you enjoy most about streaming? Oh, the people, mm-hmm. the people, the mm-hmm. absolute chaos that they can cause. Like, there's been many a moment uh, in my streams where it's 
it's just chaotic. Chat's going wild. Or you, I have so many different uh, alerts and different redeems where stuff pops up on the screen. Like there's a new one that I just added um, where there's seven different variations of it and it randomly picks from one of those and it will pop up on the screen. And it was actually a clip taken from um, Zhao's stream. We were playing Phasmophobia. No, um, excuse me, Demonologist. And it was me dancing and then him talking in the background. And, <laughs> but I just put a bunch of different music to it and, and, and it gets chaotic. Uh, but to answer your question, the people like I love the, the, the like I could play video games on my own. Mm-hmm. But the experience that you get from other people going through the same thing you're going through and the commentary sometimes you get from chat. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Right on. Right on. I agree. Um, yep. So how long have you been playing video games and what was the first one you, excuse me, ever played? Oh, the first one. So I've been, if you ask my family members, as soon as I came out, I was playing video games. Um, like, I think one of the first systems I had was an Intellivision. And that was basically a big, I guess you can compare it to an iPad now, but it's just basically a big thing that has a bunch of numbers on it. And then a little dial down here, it was, uh, but the first game, I, I have no idea. I would actually, it probably was like pitfall or double dragon. Now that I think about it. I've been playing video games for a long time, a long Um, time. (laughs) I love it. That is so great. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, what is your favorite game and your least favorite game that you have played on stream? Ooh, least favorite would probably be the one that I just did. Oh, um, I went through it. <laughs> the The Beast Within was uh, oh, it, this the story. I'm not going to spoil anything for anybody that wants to go through it, but it was the game was confused as to what it wanted to be. Um, it's supposed to be a horror game and <laughs> it it had some jump scares, which I think most horror games nowadays is just all jump scares. So, mm-hmm. it, it, um, but yeah, definitely the Beast Within was probably the worst one I played on stream. Some of the mm-hmm. other people in chat that have been around, they would probably, uh, well, Luminous, um, they probably have other choices as to did, what would be the worst game. Did you say Luminous? But, uh, Luminous Pool, uh, there's somebody that popped in chat. I haven't seen him yeah. in a while, so it was good to see you, dude. Good to see you. Yeah. Sorry, it's just um, that we, we we have a friend of ours, a fellow streamer, it, it goes by Loomis360, and so I didn't know. I didn't know. Oh, I, yeah, no, you're good. You're good. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, um, um, the other part of that question. Your favorite game that favorite, you played on stream. Favorite game. Yeah. Favorite game that I played on stream. Ghost Runner, I think. Really? I, it's such a good... If you haven't played Ghost Runner, it's basically Genji from Overwatch Simulator. You, It's extremely fast-paced. Uh, it's like one hit, you're you're dead, but you get all a, a bunch of different wall-running abilities. You can slow down time and like kind of move in the air to dodge bullets. It's a fantastic game. Uh, they're... <laughs> Um, the second one is coming out like this month, and uh, I'm super excited for it. Super Ooh. excited for it. Cool. I can't Love wait. it. Can't wait. Oh, yeah. We'll have Stray. to check that out. Is it going to come out on Steam? Uh, I think it is on Steam. I know for sure it's on the PlayStation. Um, oh, cool. Should be on Steam. Should be. 
Gotcha. All right. So, uh, ooh, I like this question. This one, this one. Uh, uh, what is the first anime that made you an otaku? <laughs> oh, man. Trying to think of the first one that I've got that, that I got into. So I didn't do the whole, I didn't really watch anime during the adult swim period. Like I did Samurai Jack and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. um, uh, the, excuse me, the Toonami period there when it was on mm -hmm. Cartoon Network. Mm -hmm. old it's old uh <laughs> oh. um i would have to, oh man uh full metal alchemist I, I i would say i would say full metal alchemist it's uh brotherhood specifically it's amazing that's amazing. a good good one to get people sucked into anime mm -hmm. uh for 100%. me it was x i don't know if you've ever watched the series but uh Haven't. i highly recommend it x it's just called X. What is, what is X about? That's a hard one. It's a very abstract <laughs> anime. Uh, it's, wow, it's basically a, um, kind of set in a sort of pseudo sci-fi uh, future. And mm -hmm. there are these kind of immortal beings that are uh, fighting each other for dominance. Uh, amongst each other and uh they're different characters and and I, I it's it's really hard to describe and that's why i liked it so much it was one gotcha. of the first pieces of entertainment that i ever watched that said it, as it presented to you it said i don't think you're stupid uh you you're probably even if you're even if you're not you're probably not going to get this but i'm going to share it with you as it is and uh, that's what I, that's what what sucked me in anime it was like oh wow they they you know a anime if it's done right they just let loose with all their creativity yes. and th they don't expect you to figure everything out they're not going to just mm -hmm. you know spill it out for you you can like fill in the blanks and try and understand it and and multiple watchings help you understand it better and and so yeah those are my favorites as well the ones that don't hold your hand and explain everything to you mm -hmm. you kind of have to dig into the lore yourself or like sometimes go back and watch some of the episodes and be like oh okay i'm i'm, I'm understanding so yeah mm -hmm. i definitely get what you mean hmm. i love that um uh what is your favorite anime and what is one anime you are currently watching Ooh, favorite is such a tough choice to choose a favorite pick um, one of your top three or five then attack on titan is fantastic mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um that's that's more the newer stuff though like like older stuff though you gotta the uh, um Vampire Hunter D. Right, right, uh, great one. Oh, good. That's one of the first ones that I actually was introduced to. Mm -hmm. um, it's really good. Um, favorites. My brain gets hyper focused on certain things. So I'm sorry. You said favorites and what was the, no, the you're second good. part? Uh, favorites and what is one anime you are currently watching? Currently watching. Well, I was watching Record of Ragnarok, which mm, is on yeah. uh, Netflix. Yeah. But I haven't seen the newer stuff just because I haven't subscribed to Netflix. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, 
so I haven't seen the newer season, but I, I think that anime is fantastic. You get gods versus humans, which you think would turn out a certain way. Like they're actually like fighting in an arena to determine mm-hmm. the fate of the world. Mm-hmm. And you think the gods would uh, destroy them. But, you know, it. I'm not going to spoil anything, of course, but it's fantastic. I it's agree. Really it was fantastic. Good. It was one. Of, so there's a, there's a lot of anime on Netflix. It, some of it is great and some of it is Someone not is. so great and uh and that was <laughs> definitely one of the better ones for sure yeah um but uh uh yeah so um i'm currently watching uh mushoku tensi uh the, the second season on uh mm-hmm. i think we just finished it though uh on uh, on crunchyroll and a huge fan of that one um i don't but, think i've seen that one well, if you like, if you, I, mean, I know you like fantasy as a as a forever yes. DM and stuff, and the games yep. that you play, uh, mm-hmm. it's a very D and D esque uh, anime. So, like, okay, it, uh, yeah, you would you would like it if you ever get a get a uh, chance to. If you have a Crunchyroll account, uh, yeah, it's definitely worth checking yeah. out. What is that one about? I may have actually seen it. I, I so know Shoshin there's some Tensi, It's basically it's it's an Isekai. And there's lots of Isuke. There's some good Isuke out there and some crappy Isuke. And this is the pinnacle of, of Isuke anime. This character uh, is basically a, a neat in Japan. Uh, and uh, his family hates him. And, and uh, But, of course, he's, he's a shut-in neat. Just, and, and then he, he kind of wastes his life, right? And yeah. he, run, mm-hmm. he ends up dying uh, in the street. And then okay. it, he reincarnates in another world, but he reincarnates as a baby. I have seen this then. Yeah. This, the, the name threw me off, and I, uh, I, I know that, that I'm not very good with names, but if like I see the image or the face, I'm like, okay, I know them. But yeah, 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 yeah I, 100%, I know that one. It's, it's really good, mm-hmm. really good. Yeah. Sorry, I got us off on a tangent there. No, no you're good. It's fine. It's fine. Open forum conversation. I'm just not really good at sitting down and watching stuff well that's what's great about like, anime They're, the mm-hmm. episodes are 24 minutes long and if you actually cut out the four minutes of of the the intro and the extra then it's only 20 minutes <laughs> and so that's why i i watch one or two episodes while i'm eating breakfast and and lunch and then star kitty and i will watch an episode when we have dinner together uh and so i get to watch tons of anime all the time <laughs> the best time to watch anime during dinner yeah that's the best time i I always get sucked into long forms so i'm always in the middle of like a four hour long video Mm. deep diving to something Mm. i'm one of those ridiculous people (laughs) (laughs) so i'm always like hooked on some sort of long format and i'm like i'll get to that thing later i'll get to that thing later i'll watch that later you can send it to me and i never do mm. no, uh, i try i try i do tr- genuinely try as long as you try as long as you try as long as you try <laughs> my mm-hmm. husband's really big into anime too and i'm he's just like you would really like this one and i'm like uh-huh. i recommended one for you guys to watch you guys need to watch it. You will like ball your eyes out and you'll be like, Stormy, thank you so much for, for this. Uh, and now I forgot which one it was that I, that I, that I recommended. No, I know. I know he knows. Okay. I know he knows. He knows somewhere. He's just like, I know he's somewhere in the background going, this one. <laughs> this one. I'll, I'll remember we'll to remind there. you again anyway. <laughs> 
Uh, number 17 mm -hmm. is yours. Oh, it is. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so uh, we were talking anime, and so I got off on. Uh, yep. What was your MOS in the military? And you said that you uh, served in the Army, I, I heard mm -hmm. you say earlier. Yep, I was in the Army. I uh, went in in 2003 to 2007, so right out of high school. Um, and uh, my MOS was 13 Papa, which is a multiple launch fire direction specialist. Hang on. Yep. <laughs> I didn't make sure I do it. It's a, it's a mouthful. Uh, yeah. Essentially, uh, there were vehicles. We had tracked and wheeled vehicles. Um, so basically, they had uh, uh, tracks like, like a tank does. Mm -hmm. uh, and they went out and they, they held either six rockets, no, excuse me, 12 rockets or um, two missiles. And I would tell them where to shoot. That was my job. I sat in a, another tracked vehicle, kind of looks like an APC, mm -hmm. uh, with a computer and would send them targets. Yeah. Hmm. Now, the, yeah. The, the recruiter, when, uh, when I first went in, they offered me, uh, it was basically like networking and, and computer tech, which I should have took. Looking back, I, I should have took. But right out of high school, yeah. they were like, it's going to be six-year commitment, six-year contract. It's like, I'm not ready to commit six years of my life to something that I don't know if I'm going to enjoy. Right. And uh, so I was like, what else you got? And he's like, how about blowing stuff up with computers? And young me, I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, uh, it was all right, though. Like, I, I didn't actually, when I, I, I was deployed, um, and when I went over, I didn't go over for my job. We were basically uh, Bob Security, Base Security. Mm -hmm. uh, and so we did, like, patrols and, and, uh, and basically protected the base. Uh, yeah. I was in Camp Phoenix in Afghanistan, right outside Kabul. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. Thank you very much for serving Yes, um, thank you. Oh, thank I, you I appreciate that you thank did. You. Uh, and um, yeah. <clears throat> we appreciate you. Yeah, it means a lot. I mean, I know, you know, uh, the, the, the thing is, you know, obviously in our channels and stuff, we never talk politics because we're all about entertainment and having fun. And stuff. We don't care about yep. that. Mm -hmm. But yeah. uh, I think uh, regardless of politics, the fact that people serve their country for a period of time, uh, is uh, a commendable and admirable mm -hmm. and honorable thing. Um, yep. So, yep. You. Completely agree. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to switch to some more fun topics now, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds good to me. Is there more to the wizard hat story? What? <laughs> what? Is there anything? Is there any fun? Is there tell, any? Yeah. Tell us, tell us about these, these, these hats. I want to know. We want to know. So, Inquiring minds want to know. <laughs> <laughs> when I first started streaming, I didn't have these wizard hats. Uh, they were something that were added because you know it fits the theme, right? The, the mm -hmm. wizard. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what is what is a wizard without a wizard hat? And uh, <laughs> he's Gale. It, <laughs> just kidding just kidding <laughs> also have a grudge against Gale just saying no, no. I, I he is banned in our camp well what did you do I told him to hold on a second I'm gonna go get a magical artifact and he got mad and left the man was stressing and he just just like I'll be back later <laughs> sure no uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> Gail's, Gail's a good dude. He's a good dude. You know, you know, no, don't ask me about Shadowheart. Don't ask me about Shadowheart. <laughs> um, so the wizard hat, uh, they, they, it was just, you know, what's a wizard without a hat? And I didn't have any wizard hats. So uh, I, went, <laughs> I went on Etsy and I found this lady that makes hats. And uh, she does all kinds of different colors. Like I have a yellow one that I use on special. I guess I could have worn it today. Um, like uh, uh, during the charity event, I'll be wearing the yellow one. Um, I have a gray one. This is the first one I started off with. Gandalf looking one. Ooh, I like it. And uh, um, I want to get another one from her. But she she does all kinds of different designs. Like you can see the underneath of the hat that has oh, the wow. pattern underneath. I love it. And just all kinds of patterns. The patch came from somebody else. Um, but but that's the main thing. Like, what is a wizard that's not wearing a wizard hat? I mean, that's bottom line. That's it. What is a wizard yeah. that's not wearing a wizard hat? And the military taught you to be comfortable wearing hats all the time. So Exactly. <laughs> Nonstop wearing hats. I also tech. Except inside. Yep. I, I also apparently wear hats all the time. Yeah. She's got this one <laughs> brown hat that sticks right on the back of her head. I have people ask me if it's a hat all the time, and I'm like, no. Does it look like a hat? Does it look like <laughs> a hat? No. <laughs> Apparently it is. Probably me. I'm sorry. I keep looking at chat, and like I'm like, oh, no, it's all right. We'll get to him. We'll get to him towards yeah. the towards Don't the end worry. of the yeah, Q&A. We'll, we'll acknowledge chat. We'll acknowledge chat mm -hmm. soon. Don't you worry, chat. <laughs> Be ready. So if you don't mind, uh, as a quick aside, since we're on you know, the hats, the, the props thing, yeah, yeah. I'm curious. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we talked about a particular prop that I've been really dying to see. I feel like yes. this is a good moment to yeah. see it. Yeah. Can props. you share, share with us your, uh, your mini? <laughs> yeah, so, so like I mentioned earlier, so this, this is like a normal sized mini, yeah. right? This is my right. barbarian. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. uh, this is a Tarrasque. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not fully painted yet, but you know, I my cousin 3D printed this bad boy, and wow, uh, he I so good. swore him to secrecy because I was going to use this at one point in the homebrew campaign. Uh -huh. um, because you know, why not? Yeah. Why uh -huh. not? Um, why not just pull out the scariest looking mini in the entire world? Exactly. You know? Exactly. But yeah, my cousin 3D printed this, and I was working on paint, and I just haven't gotten back around. It's so cool. Uh, that for, is so cool. For folks who don't know, the Tarrasque uh, in D&D is basically the Godzilla of D&D. It's exactly. meant to be the, the ultimate non-deity level monster. Yep. <laughs> Just a monster, exactly. literally a monster. And mm -hmm. uh, it's one of my favorites. I've only pulled it a couple of times in my decades of DMing. And uh, you, you don't pull it without intent. No. <laughs> No, <laughs> you 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 got some shenanigans going on mm -hmm. in, in the DM mm -hmm. brain if you if you're working on that guy. Yep. <laughs> yep. So you said oh, that yeah. you would plan to to use it in a campaign you didn't get to. I did. So um, my I had two campaigns going. Mm. Uh, one was essentially the main campaign in the homebrew world, and then there was a couple people that had to drop out because of work, mm -hmm. but they would come back later. So I started like a, a prequel campaign mm -hmm. and on one of my 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 uh my my map for the for the whole world there was a place called liar's crater mm -hmm. and that 
none of my players are in here, so I can I can spoil away. Mm -hmm. uh, that that is essentially was where this Tarasque was summoned. There was a lot of different things that were going on in the city. Um, there was uh, a meeting of all the dragons uh, th that was taking place at the same time. Some parties wanted the dragons wiped out of the world, and so they were working. There was many different avenues to to cause the city to basically be non-existent and they were successful in what they were trying to do. Well, somewhat. Cool. Thank you. A little for bit sure. of lore for the, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. All right. Uh, switching gears a little bit. We're going to ask the, the, the last, the last few questions of the interview that we, before we move into the chaos of the Q and a session. Um, uh, first off though, before we get there, what is the weirdest sleeping dream you have ever had? Oh my. The weirdest sleeping dream. I would have to say, I was, I think it was like in high school. And I was in a trailer, which was my grandma. My grandmother never lived in a trailer. Uh -huh. But I was in a trailer talking to her. I can't remember exactly what it was about, but just all of a sudden there were all these people looking in the windows. Just, just looking in and smiling and laughing. And I'm like, what? My grandma's gone. The trailer's like bare bones. All the furniture and everything is gone. And I'm just standing there in my in my boxers. I'm like, whoa, okay, okay, we're we're gonna, we're gonna wake up now. <laughs> we're gonna wake up now. Go. Yep. I'm just gonna go. <laughs> I'm not comfortable here. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Wild. Weird. I love that. I love hearing yeah. about the dreams because I don't dream. So it's so fun. Oh, that's unfortunate. But also <laughs> probably good depending on the dream. Mm. Oh, I, I'm, I'm probably have. It's probably a good thing. My imagination's a little wild. Oh, I think she so probably do, like, does dream. Uh, she just probably just there's there's some Zero folks who don't. Recollection. Who, yeah, who don't have a recollection of it. Yeah. That makes sense. Zero, zero recollection. <laughs> if you could have any superpower, which one would you have and why? We've had this discussion, um, and I don't know if my chat remembers. Uh, Your cat. It, it's, been, it's been a while, so it, it would be to... And this is a weird one. It's not a normal superpower, right? It's uh -huh. not like flight, teleportation. It's not anything fancy like that. Uh, it's to... Sh <laughs> <laughs> it's to shoot spaghetti out of my finger, right? So, like, <laughs> one side is cooked spaghetti, and then the other side is uncooked, just, like, hard spaghetti, like, shooting spikes out. So, uh -huh. so you could solve world hunger in one hand, and the other you could use to, like, or you could, like, wrap up bad guys or whatever, and the other one you could use as uh, uh, a weapon. Or yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that is the most... beautiful unique answer we have had so far in, in almost a year of, of bandwidth and banter i love it that is the best <laughs> my fun fact my hair i want to grow my hair out so long that i can just sit here and just like use it as a weapon at a distance so i get it yep. that is beautiful I'm pretty sure you already could <laughs> <laughs> no, I can strangle somebody with my hair without having to turn and rotate my head. <laughs> I could can, but that's close. You know, that's too close. I want it. I want some distance. Gotta, yeah, you got to put some distance between them. Yep. Mm -hmm. 
so with the spaghetti power you'd never have to worry about dinner again like, sure. like oh <laughs> spaghetti so again everybody everybody needs spaghetti <laughs> <laughs> i love that answer so much mm -hmm. and it really <laughs> segues nicely to our last question doesn't it does go for it oh wow i know flies by it flies really by that 45 minutes flies it by it really does Ready, Stormy? I'm ready. Go for oh, it. Oh, I'm the one asking. <laughs> uh, the, the last question is, strawberry cupcakes or banana pudding? Ooh. Are we talking like banana pudding that has little wafers in it or just like the straight wafers up banana pudding? Every... No, well, whatever is your favorite version of banana pudding. Okay. Oh, I'd say okay. with the wafers and everything, you got to have the, the crunch yeah. too. Exactly. Yeah. So if if it, if that's in there, we're gonna have to go with the banana pudding with with the little wafers and all that mm -hmm. in there for sure. For sure. Fair enough. Strawberry the strawberry cupcakes. Mm -hmm. I mean, they sound good, but pudding, hands down, pudding. Yeah. 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 I, I feel yeah. like that one was a bit too easy because most people would probably say banana pudding, except for for of course uh, certain banana Tom fellow, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> poor BT. Yeah. Nope. I feel zero upsetness. Yeah. On his behalf. I, I'm not a big fan of strawberries, so that that way, I mean, I don't hate them, but I'm not a big fan of strawberry flavoring, and yes. so that's an easy choice for me. But uh, uh, the artificial <laughs> banana flavor too, like a lot of things have artificial banana that, that claim to be banana flavored, and it, it doesn't. That in itself is isn't that great either. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Before we move into the next phase, I, I first want to thank all the new. Wait, what did I? <laughs> I can't. It's a BT. I I first want to thank all you all the all the new followers, and we got a. I think we got a sub today too. Uh, thank you very much for for that, yes. guys. Uh, but yep. uh, and then also more importantly, this is our point where we get to highlight this amazing, cool, badass human being. He's mm -hmm, a DM, mm -hmm. he's a game player. We only got to scratch the surface, but that means you guys get to come up with some more questions. I already have a few percolating in my head uh, right now. So uh, let's jump to it. Guys, please go over to Edible Wizard's channel, support him, send him all your, your biddies, all your subs, yes. drop your follows if you, don't, if you haven't already. And uh, because he's the kind of folk that we like to, to bring to light on Twitch because he is a light on Twitch. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Bring Thank you. the chaos. Yeah, here comes the. Here comes the fun. <laughs> All right. So I, I want to uh, go back and, and see some of the, the, the stuff. Wow, you really was... spam the crap out of it. <laughs> That's good. I'm, I, I approve of this. Uh, well, thank you, Insomnia Night, for the biddies. Wow, speaking of. Yeah, thank you for the biddies. Um, Thank you for the biddies. I know there were some questions that I had mm -hmm. seen during, and I was like, oh. <laughs> so if you, if you had your questions earlier and we didn't get to it, now's the time to re-ask them. Uh, yep, and ask is, those questions. Yes. And Neek is stuck um, with you, uh, or you're stuck with Neek now. Trust me, it's, it's, enjoy. it's a perfect enjoy. person to have <laughs> stuck to your channel. He, Neek oh, is awesome. Oh, yeah, no, he's it, it's... The puns are like 10 out of 10. Oh, Highly puns? recommend. Yep. Oh, and if you happen oh, to be using no. Blurp, he can trick the hell out of you all the time. 
I, I seen <laughs> him get you me. earlier today with the the Discord Discord join sound. Yes, yes. it even got me. I actually even pulled up my Discord to just because I was gonna kick out whoever it was for them because I'm I'm an admin in the Discord. I was gonna go in there and be like. <gasps> Dare disrupt. <laughs> but no, I didn't fine. know you restarted Blurp. No, that was for you on your stream. Oh, on my like stream, you were, you were gonna do it for me. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah I was gonna it. pop into the Discord for you, and I was about to like go ham and like be like super mad at someone, but it wasn't. No, nope. best fifteen bits invested in my life. <laughs> that was awesome, Meek. <laughs> oh. All right, Tron Man's got the first question. I'll let Druid run with it. Well, actually, two lines up oh. um, is a Star Kitty question. I'll let you get that. Oh, you're right. Actually, one line before that is a question from BT. So you go. <laughs> All right, I go. Okay, perfect. Um, Banana Tom asks, favorite wizard of all time? Damn good question. Holy shit. Can I say me? Absolutely. <laughs> no, um, that's a tough one because there's so many fantastic wizards. There's also terrible wizards. Um, there, there's so many good ones that are out there in fiction uh, or, excuse me, real life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, I'd like, I don't know. I, I would have to go with the more popular one there, Gandalf. Mm. So some of some some of his choices I don't really agree with, but always yeah, relying sometimes. on the always relying on the Eagles to get his stuff done. Come on, man. Yeah. Do your own stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still think it's 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 it may be the safe choice, but it's an understandable choice because there's just something yep. very uh, charismatic about Gandalf. Exactly. Yep. I I will. I, and I know this is a heated topic. I do like what they're doing with him in the the Rings of Power show. That's ah, Amazon. Yeah, it's interesting. I like what they're doing with him. So uh, the next question from my own It's Darkity is, which song could you listen to over and over again? Ooh. I know certain people in chat would say it's a certain song, but they, they are wrong. I just don't <laughs> listen to them. Uh, um... <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite bands is probably avatar um they're a norwegian band it's a heavy metal rock oh cool but there is a song they have called puppet master it has a very circusy vibe to it uh it's fantastic i definitely recommend it if, if you do like some heavy metal and stuff that sounds a little bit different than what's out there avatar is the name of the group Avatar, yes. Mm -hmm. I like the name already. I'll check it out. And it, it, what was the song? Uh, Puppet Master. Hmm. Love it. Perfect. All right. I think it's it, okay. the, the Tron Man question now. Mm -hmm. uh, if you were a really... <laughs> Take two. If you were a real wizard, would you be more like Harry Potter or Gandalf? Oh, I'm going to have to go with Gandalf again because Harry Potter, hmm, a lot that can be said about him. He, uh, from a wizard's perspective, again, like there's, there's one spell that he just relies on when you have this whole arsenal of things you can use and he just stupefies. Stupefies. 
over that that's like i mean i get it that's his bread and butter he's worked on that spell he's good with it but Mm -hmm. you have a whole arsenal and that's what you go to but gandalf Gandalf, Gandalf. yeah Hmm. love it love it love it um, as a as a huge fan of, uh, I'm I'm gonna pipe in and share my my thoughts uh, on some of these yeah, yeah. wizardly topics. As a huge fan of Arthurian legends, I would have gone for Merlin uh, first, which Ooh, again is sort yeah. of a safe choice, I suppose. But <laughs> uh, speaking oh, of that, Neek asks an interesting question: uh, Who do you like the most between Jafar and Merlin? <laughs> Those are definitely. Entirely different. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I think Neek is trying to set oh. us up. I don't know. <laughs> Merlin, he's your typical wizard, right? He yeah. worked towards his skills. Jafar was granted his ability. I guess depending on where how you look at it, but he mm-hmm. was granted his abilities. He wasn't. He wasn't born with his abilities. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm gonna have to go with Merlin there because, yeah, you know. Jafar, Jafar didn't earn his his wizardry the same way the rest of us did. Mm-hmm. I love it. Never I just so. realized. I just realized there's like half of a D and D party here. You're edible wizard. Uh-huh. I'm druid IRL. Uh-huh. We're half exactly. of a D and D party right here. Exactly. <laughs> we just we just need somebody that's not squishy, and we then just, we're good to go. We need a barbarian. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this isn't a question, but I love Never Tilt's Ooh. comment. You're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually uh, when I get a follow that's that place. Yep. And this little horse comes out with a taco in his mouth. If you haven't seen it, you should, you should hold the follow. Exactly. Yeah. Um, oh, BT asked a the, question. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I'm going to get this one. Uh, what is the dirtiest trick that you've ever played on a party as a DM? Or if there was no, if there was one worse that happened to you. Yeah. If there was one worse that happened to you. Weirdly typed, but it is also late for BT. (laughs) Okay. Um, There's so many times I've done things to my players. Uh, So this goes back to the decimating things. One of my players, uh, the, the blood hunter, he had pulled the um the fiend it's the one that you have a devil that's chasing you that like wants you wants your life to be ruined like his ultimate goal is to kill you but mm-hmm. before he does that he is, he is out to destroy your life hmm. so uh one of the first things i did was cursed him so he couldn't get drunk from alcohol anymore and with his character it was something he loved to do as his character and i took it from him um but the only reason I took it is so I can later on give it back to try to get this demon's underlings to steal something from him. Mm. So I gave him back the ability to get drunk. He got drunk. And, and unfortunately, somehow, even with disadvantage, when he rolled his perception with this advantage he was still able to 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 detect that somebody was sneaking in his room and it was very upsetting but but it made for a really cool story because then there's this mm-hmm. whole chase scene where they were chasing this little goop monster and i love uh, um, that really cool. monster that's a great yeah. story yeah. thank you <clears throat> yeah absolutely i love that uh starkity asks 
what would you title your biography and why? Ooh. That's a hard one, Starkity. That Damn. is a hard one. Jeez. Oh. Especially if we, like, give us an answer. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That would actually, I'd probably be it. I don't know the name of it. I don't know. Um, I don't know what to title this book by Edible exactly, Wizard. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I, I think it would be something just something to grab people's attention and uh, um, just like, why why is this book named that? So they pick it up and like either read the back or look in the inside cover. Mm-hmm. Make them pick a book. Do not touch. Yeah, yeah. Do not steal this book. Do not buy this That's book. That's good. That's good. How about, how, how about you, Druid? What would you name yours? <clears throat> <laughs> it's a tough one it would be it would be it would have to be snarky though um i don't know it yeah. would just be like like something stupid like laughter at the end of the tunnel or some crazy shit because like i've been that. through That's a lot cool. of ridiculous shit in my life but like at the end of the day like i turn around i can laugh about it now but like, I don't know, some some cheesy like that probably, or it would be the do not read, save your good. soul. What popped into save my head soul. when I was thinking if I were gonna write write the title to your biography was uh, love and angry green tomatoes. <laughs> I don't know why that's what popped into my head. <laughs> um. <laughs> Um, <laughs> great. I think um, if I were to write one for Edible Wizard, it would be, um, what's this thing eating my head? <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. For, for myself, I think mine's already written. It's Storm Saga Games. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good one. Yep. That is true. Yep. All right. I expect it. I expect the book out in a couple of years, Stormy. Damn, <laughs> I'm not that old. <laughs> <laughs> a cup, okay, in like 10 years, okay? Fine. <laughs> Anyways, Mona asks, okay, but like, oh, nope, that's not, a, that's not a question. Sorry, sorry, Mona. Mona did ask a question, though. But, yep, no, but I see it right here. No, I, I, got, I got lost in the, in the I hate Jafar. Um, <laughs> if you had a real-life wish spell... What would you use it on? Does the exhaustion come as a after effect? Because if it does, like I don't want to go through that. That sounds terrible. Um, probably wouldn't use it if that was one of the one of the side effects. Uh, but really, to to answer the question, uh, eliminate cancer. I mean, I, that's the biggest thing for for me. Like. One of the reasons I do the charity is back in 2019, my uncle uh, passed from cancer, and then six months later, my dad passed from cancer. So that's one of the main reasons that I do the the charity event is to help support people that are going through that, and so other people don't have to experience that. That's yeah. Thank you for sharing that. That's meaningful. Mm -hmm. Appreciate you. Absolutely. That's a really good question too, Mona Specter. <clears throat> um, 
I can't go luminous far. Pool. I can't. Am I seeing I the next question? Is luminous back. pool? Yeah. Um, uh, luminous pool asks: Is someone new to D and D, and my first campaign starting in the next month? Hopefully, what are a few tips for things I may expect being a party member? Mm. I think we could all offer something, but uh, let's start exactly. with Edible Wizard since this is his interview. I I love having new players because um, just the experience. Like you'll get players that aren't really big into role playing. Um, and they it slowly grows on them. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but what we should exp- uh, expect to experience, I'm sorry, like my, my brain goes one way and it's one track mind. Uh, but to answer the question, um, it really depends on what type of group, how the group's being ran. Um, like new players that come in with me, I try to run a session that is fairly easy. And I tell the, the experienced players, it's like, hey, stand back sometimes. Let them experience how things are run. Uh, let, them, let them do some things. Don't tell them what to do. Let them say what they want to do. If, if they're confused, let me handle it. Try to try. You guys are experienced. You guys know how this works. Um, but I, I will say a lot of it depends on how your group runs their, their sessions. Um, but you should definitely expect a lot of fun, a lot of fun, because mm-hmm. the D and D is is a blast with 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 a good group. I will mm-hmm. say that. What do you think, Druid? What can you add to uh, Edible's excellent assessment? Um, I do think it. I think. Well, honestly, so. This campaign that we're playing on Saturdays is my very first D&D campaign. Um, Stormy was my, like, though I had a couple of, like, false starts with campaigns, um, this is my first true campaign that I've I've been able to play um, that had experienced players, and I was the, you know, the newbie of the party. Um, uh, something to expect? Um... I agree with Insomnia and I have like expect it to be really fun. Like definitely expect it to be fun. Um, but advice that I could give as a new player is just asking questions. Um, and also remember that rules in D and D, um, and this is also something to talk with your, your DM about for sure. But remembering like the rules are there as guidelines so don't be afraid to just be like, I kind of want to like drop kick this person <laughs> off of the ledge instead of just, you know, whatever. Like, I, like, I kind of want to go do this. Like, I want to try that. Like, can I try this thing? And like, just being open about being like, can I, I, I want to do the cool thing. And most people are going to be like, you can do the cool thing. Yeah. That sounds cause it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> So definitely the rule of cool is a thing that most people, but like, remember the rules are meant to be broken as long as you have open communication with your DM about it. Mm -hmm. Communicate with your DM for sure. I, I would add one thing really. And since you're really new and that's, um, expect to get out what you put in. So if you put it, put in a positive vibe, a fun atmosphere, uh, that you want to have fun, 
Uh, you really go for it with the role play. You just let yourself go and, and embody the character and, and try and learn and have fun and play along with everything. Then uh, not only will you have a, a better time, but everybody else at the table will too. So, um, oh, yeah. Because trust me, it's so much more fun that way. Yeah. That's right. See, that's Fern. Oh, and by the way, even even Fern, this, this youngin over here, can have mental brain parts every once in a while, calling edible wizard insomnia night there a second ago. No, I no, because I I because it was actually a I was oh, a comment from insomnia night. Well, the funny yeah. thing is, is he said the same thing that edible wizard did. So that's why I thought. I didn't realize. Uh -oh. uh, <laughs> no, because I was looking at chat. Ah, I, I got like, yeah, okay, No, I agree gotcha. with you. Yeah. Uh, looks like the next one up. is uh, uh, Robo Ninja asks you Marvel or DC Comics? Oh, Marvel. Hmm. Marvel. Hands down. Hands down. I, I, will, I think what they're doing with the new movies, but comic book wise, Mar Marvel. Uh, they're, mm -hmm. they're, DC does have some great characters, but storylines are just all over the place all over the place and and with dc's movies their universe they've restarted the universe so many times i feel like it's going to get confusing to people that keep going going and like rewatching. how many times do we have to watch batman's parents die yeah yep come on um i, I like know that new... go sorry go, go ahead. ahead no go ahead you go ahead i was just i, I did like the new batman movie where uh, it was year one batman um uh, what's his what's his face the uh twilight feller Oh, uh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, that feller. <laughs> was, I, the I, super I memorable that guy that played Batman. Super <laughs> memorable. Can't remember his name. Robert I think Patterson. Robert Patterson. Oh, yeah. There it is. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> I had to go back way too long into my own psyche to big remember that one. It was a good um, Batman, but not a good Bruce Wayne, in my opinion. All right, go, yeah. go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I know that somebody DM'd you a question. Oh, Zao did. Yeah, um, that's that's not one we're going <laughs> to address on stream. Oh, okay, okay, fair Perfect. enough. Did you want to take Star Kitties, or did you want to jump down and take Neeks, and then we'll go back up? Oh, Old I'm sorry. I wasn't sure if you were talking to me or not. No, sorry, no, I was okay, talking to, to Druid about which, which question to do next. I don't see. There's a I'll, lot of I'll, purple in chat today. Yeah, I'll just do it real quick, and then you can do yeah, star kitties, okay? Uh, Neek asks, "What is your stand on wearing a robe?" If I had a robe, like a wizard robe, I would totally wear that when I streamed. Uh, That's pretty I, cool. I, I I I need to get. Now that I think about it, I need to get one because. What, what's a <gasps> wizard without a robe? And, and then a staff. I need a staff too. Those are two things that I do not. As a wizard, I'm slacking. I guess I need a robe. Yeah. No, I, 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 don't be hard on yourself. You, you got you're rocking the hat. You got the spectacles. You got the beard. The you even got a beholder on your your chest. You do. <laughs> my little friend. I usually I wear that, that when I DM just to scare the crap out of my players. Of like, is he bringing out? Because they know I painted a beholder, but they don't. <laughs> <laughs> they know I painted one, and I always keep teasing them that I'm gonna throw a beholder at them, but it hasn't happened. Yeah. It's okay. I've had some shocks with beholders. Two in particular. One of, of them is great. Um Old Man Garris, yes. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. Um 
Starkity asks, if you could have any animal sidekick, what would it be and why? For your sloth. A sloth. Sloth. I think they're amazing little things that have if you don't know, like they have a whole environment that live like a whole, whole ecosystem that live in their fur, which is kind of mm-hmm. disgusting. But uh, it, 100% it would be it would be a sloth. I would love to have a little sloth buddy that's just hanging out here or like doing his thing. Let him do his thing. But just but hangs he, on your staff. Exactly. It just big chills. You just have a exactly. eucalyptus staff. It just keeps gr- spouting out eucalyptus for it. <gasps> Amazing. That's Any actually really art. cool. It's a perfect. Art, it's also perfect because it's just always going to be clinging to you and and keep you warm and safe and make you feel mm-hmm. good. I love it. And it will never run away. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> uh, if it tries, I, I'm pretty sure I can catch it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's never going to dodge the enemy's spells, though. <laughs> oh yeah, that's unfortunate. <laughs> no, he's there for emotional support. All right, Zal had a bear question. He said, um, "Oh, that's the that's the one that's uh, okay. We won't go there. All right. The non so yeah, we can well, be- no. That's a different one. That, okay, the different. bear question is something entirely different. But it's it's kind of spoilers for Boulder's Gate, so I can't. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Please don't. Yeah, no spoilers. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, yep. is, uh, is it my turn or yours? Sorry, no. It's your turn. Okay. I'm going to ask, uh, Zhao has a question. Why would we survive a zombie apocalypse together? First off, I have some experience uh, handling weapons, but also I already have a zombie apocalypse plan. So you don't, you don't, the, a lot of people will say go to the, the uh, Costco, the big places, like get a, get your own base and make it huge and put a, all these defenses up. No, 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 no. You want to keep it small. The bigger, the more stuff you have, the more other people are going to want it. Depending on which zombies you're dealing with, like if you've got the fast zombies, okay, we're probably screwed. Uh, but if you get the slow walker type ones that you can just easily walk around, then then it's, it's going to be cake. The only problem you're going to have is other people wanting what you have. So you keep what you have small. You have stashes all over the place. You never stay in the same place. Move from place to place. And, and 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 just survive that way. Okay, that sounds yeah. terrible doing it that way, and it, it will be terrible. But you won't have to worry about other people trying to take what you have. Yep, it's a good thing that, that we don't have to worry about it. <laughs> oh yeah, you never yeah. know. You never know. I'm, I'm pretty we're sure I know that we're not going to have a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> um, never know. I'm there with you, Druid. Let's see. You never know. You never know. Uh, <laughs> looking for if there's uh, any more. Any more questions, chat? Um, Edible Wizard, if you have any questions for us, mm-hmm. where do I come in? I said, how do you and me survive? Oh, you and me? Well, all right. To tell, no, uh, <laughs> uh, the, the same way, right? We We could both do the same thing we were one two people keeping it small same Mm -hmm. same way right you don't establish a base because then you'll get people showing up you won't be able to trust people you can't trust people in a a situation Mm -hmm. like that you can't yeah exactly i've played among us and goose goose duck i know you can't trust people (laughs) (laughs) goose goose duck 
Goose stuff is so much fun. I felt that in my soul. <laughs> all right, Zow, um, he's all freaking insomnia out. Night. <laughs> insomnia Night. Insomnia Night asks you, uh, when do you want to come play some Chaos D&D with me? <laughs> chaos D&D? Yeah. If you go I check out Insomnia Night's uh, channel, his D&D okay. is, is a unique experience for sure. Wild um, chat engagement. I, without, yeah, it's, it's easier if you just go watch it uh you'll understand and then you can make your your uh your assessment and decision there it is worth right. the experience though it's worth it is an out experience for sure. for sure it's so much fun it is very different than you need check it out yeah <laughs> is there any other kind bonus <laughs> <laughs> um neek asked what is the most important feature for you when you create a character in an rpg fucking mm. phenomenal question that is a great question mm. For me, I like, so I usually, of course, roll stats. I do the 46, drop the lowest. Mm -hmm. um, and then I usually base the backstory based upon the stats. But for me, it's the backstory. Creating, building a, a story in, in a world that has no limits, really, that you, you can, <laughs> where you can do essentially whatever you want, as long as, of course, you're, Speaking with your DM and everything is is what you're doing is cool with what they're trying to do. Um, like uh, Mona Spectre there in chat, she was working on starting a, a campaign, and there was a character that I put together, a warforged monk, uh, who was based around uh, a video game character uh, for a game called Paragon. Um, it was a MOBA game, but it basically is a big green robot that likes to punch stuff, uh, and so that that was going to be one of my characters, but for for me, it's backstory, backstory, adding lore to our world, and and seeing how your DM establishes that character in the lore they already have, or what they're going to do with it. I, I think that's it's so much fun. I, I love oh, doing, yeah. building wow. backstories. I I love doing the backstory stuff so much. Mm -hmm. It mm -hmm. is so cool. Well, what's cool um, about uh, the the backstory is it it uh, becomes kind of the root and the core of what I, as a DM and player, enjoy the most of, from my players, and that's the motivation. What is the motivation yeah. of your of your character? Why mm -hmm. are they doing what they're doing? And uh, and the backstory helps to color that and and fill in the blanks and and you know give them uh, a, a you know way to go but the cool thing is is some of the best role playing comes when uh, they challenge their own you know kind of motivations in in because you created a situation that makes them rethink their motivations and uh, yep. just just a lot of nuances that go into mm -hmm. it for sure um i love it that uh story that I was talking about with the goop monster where they were chasing the, the blood hunter and where he got, I let him get drunk again. And that <laughs> was one of those situations, right? This goop monster had ended up having a uh, music box on him mm -hmm. and the, they cranked it open and it had inside the music box was a piece of bark from the blood hunters home village it was this massive tree in the middle of the village. And it was a piece of bark from that. And they were already on a mission to slip uh, a ring onto a, uh, uh, one of the um, the council members in this this town uh, on his finger because they suspected that he was he was betraying the city 
Uh, so then he was torn. He gets this piece of bark from his hometown, basically as a message saying, like, hey, I'm here at your hometown. So now he's torn. Does he want to stay with the group? Does he want to try and convince the group to go to his hometown, which I think is it's going to do. Um, but it, uh, it it's fantastic. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I, I, I love doing stuff. Oh, yeah. It's a story. You're building a story. Yes, yes. exactly. You're building a story together. The co- it's a collaborative experience, <clears throat> a, uh, yep. a synchronistic experience. Cooperative um, storytelling experience. I think it's, it's, it's mm-hmm. amazing. Uh, they, they tell the story as much as I do. I don't. I think that was the last one. Did you have any questions for us? Edible oh. Um, I actually really want to know what Neek, this question from Neek really quick. I am so sorry. Oh, what no. type of fantasy setting do you like the least? Or you hate the most. Ooh, that's a good. Like, question. what is the fantasy setting that you don't like? Oh, that's a tough one. I honestly, I, I can say pretty much like everyone that I've been in or have taken part of, I've I've thoroughly enjoyed. Like currently, I am in a cyberpunk, uh, red tabletop game, and that's a lot of fun. Um, can't say that there's really. Oh man, homebrews are my favorite. I will say that homebrews are my favorite. Mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. the it gives it gives the 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 players and the DM a little bit more leeway to do what they want. Mm-hmm. Um, and if if plus I don't want to sit there as a DM, I don't want to sit there and memorize everything in a book. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I can build my own thing and and give the players direct answers as to stuff that's going on in the world. And instead of reading out of a book, it's like you see this, 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 and this, and this me not fun for me yeah the answer went all over the place but no that's a great answer i followed along i followed it (laughs) i I, I experienced the zigzag with you you're fine i always i think in zigzags too i agree (laughs) druid uh i'm gonna let you have the, the the last question which is the last post right now i think it's a great one to to start wrapping up the interview with it it sounds like a a juicy interesting thing yeah, but I think I do think Edible Wizard may have had a question for us because I did interrupt him. So oh, I will ask yes, this one question. Right. That then we're canceling chats questions. Um, what? Uh, what? We're supposed to ask you about red hot dogs. No. <laughs> Not that kind of cancel. Never tilt. Was it Colby? It was Colby. Yeah, yeah it was Colby. It yeah, it was Colby. <laughs> I'm going to call him out for you. Love you, Kobe. <laughs> so, do you, uh, red hot dogs are a thing, right? Like, yeah. you have, have you seen them? So, yeah, they make me gag. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Versus, versus how about normal, like brown hot dogs? you cool with those, right? Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, red hot dogs are made, of, this may or not be true, are made of everything uh, that they don't put in normal hot dogs. And 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 chat has, has convinced that that red hot dog, well, not all of chat, Colby specifically, uh, <laughs> that red hot dogs are better and more than superior to to normal hot dogs. And as a glizzy connoisseur, I can say that he is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Wrong. I support so, you. Yes, Thank you. we support you. Thank so, uh, any questions for us before we wrap up, brother? Uh, I was going to ask. The, uh, or you can ask both chat. of you the, the, the same question. Uh, I could ask chat. 
Um, what is your favorite class to DM for, uh, Stormy? Favorite class to that question DM on you. for? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, that's an interesting one. Um, well, I guess I want to understand the context of your question. You mean the favorite class that I like to see my characters so, play because it plays mm -hmm. in... Yeah, yeah. Just just from a DM's perspective, you see you see your character, your your player's concepts, and you see a specific character, and you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, mm. specific character class. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> As one of his players, this intrigues me. It's this is a, a non-answer answer, but uh, oh. I just I, I there there I can't pick a favorite because I see my 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 view my big picture view of everything is that the character class the profession that that they've chosen as as an adventurer uh, is only one facet of them, and there are multiple different facets that they could choose from. And, and, uh, like, I, 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 I like them all for different reasons. And I feel like they're there to facilitate what's the, the story and the, the experiences that the, the, the characters are playing. Um, like I said, if you ask me as a player, then I can probably answer that. But as a, as a DM, I honestly, mm -hmm. like, I like them all equally. Uh, there might be some that I might, like you said, with the artificer, uh, there might be, a, I mean, I'm not saying that one specifically, but there might be some that I, uh, I'm not as excited to see, uh, <laughs> but I am always excited to be open enough to, to see if they surprise me. So fantastic answer. Yeah. Um, fantastic. as a player, uh, uh, Man, that's a tough one too. Um, mm -hmm. Probably, probably wow. uh, right. Now, I guess it it changes with the. I mean, I've been playing D and D, so playing and mostly DMing, forever DM, for mm -hmm. so long that it kind of changes with the times, with what's going on and, and everything. And right now, like I'm kind of hot a, in D and D uh, right uh, now on a kick with bards and sorcerers. Uh, it, whereas my early days of D and D. It was like uh, fighters and paladins, and and uh, so yeah, druid. I, I obviously had to pick druid class as my first D and D character. It mm -hmm. only made sense, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but I w I really want to play a martial class so bad. You have no idea. I don't even. At this point, I'm just like any martial class will do at this point. I, deep down inside, I just want to hit things really barbarian. hard. Barbarian. <laughs> that's, so, yeah, I'm telling you, I'm not, not, not biased or anything, but barbarian. Yeah. So <laughs> it's one of those things like I, I get really competitive <clears throat> and aggressive. <clears throat> and I just feel like I really deep down inside... <laughs> just deep down inside barbarian. any martial class at this point <laughs> i do feel like a barbarian would be so much fun i i had a you know after hearing you talk about it and thinking about it a little bit more i, I i'm gonna i'm gonna come back and answer a little bit more honestly i mean it's not not that i wasn't being honest but it, it, something occurred to me 
if I had to pick a character class that I'm I'm kind of surprised and excited by the most when a player picks. It's mm -hmm. it's one of the rare ones that people don't pick that often. Like a monk, for example. Uh, I'm always like, oh, that you picked a monk. Okay, I can do things. This is this is good. <laughs> I'm like, I, I I find this interesting. I'm gonna see how they go with this because there's lots of ways to interpret a monk. And so, absolutely. Yeah, so I guess yeah. To answer your question more specifically and fully. Cool. And I, by the way, Druid, uh, you're a phenomenal Druid, and I look forward to seeing whatever kind of class that you play, whether it be a martial class or not, in, uh, in the future. That was actually going to be my question for Druid, is if you were to make a new character, what class would you choose? So, I, I was playing a D&D game offline, with a group of friends. And I was multi-classing in Echo Knight with Barbarian. And mm -hmm. I'm gonna tell you right now, I loved that combo so much. Oh, it was... Fantastic. My prequel campaign uh, that was gonna have the Tarrasque in it, it, one of the players was a uh, goblin fighter Echo Knight. And it was it was amazing. It was amazing. I'm gonna tell you, like I loved that combo so much. Like I could like I could play a full campaign with that combo if my DM. But we're gonna that's a that's a conversation. That's that a whole conversation. conversation. But no, I would absolutely like any like at this point, literally any martial class. Like, um, I would go like I know I would love barbarian. You know, just dumb as a box of rocks, and just you could even play it the, the other way around. And that's something I love is when you're expecting something from a like a barbarian. You think they're yes. they're dumb. They're 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 not smart, but then you get a player that is playing it the other way around, like it's a super smart barbarian, and 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 um, I, I just love when players do stuff that you're not expecting. Right, that. that's exactly why I think I went back and re-answered with monk because yep. it's not something you typically see and, and expect mm -hmm. from a player, and because if you think about it, a monk kind of subverts the whole idea of D and D. Because monks don't usually wear weapons or use weapons. I mean, they can if they're monk-specific weapons, right? Yep. Uh, but that means mm -hmm. that, and they don't usually wear very much gear, so they're not going to be loot goblins, right? Because uh, there's not a lot of loot that, that is appealing to a monk. Plus, their philosophy of life is is not necessarily going to be loot goblin-y. And so, yep. like I said, it's it's like when a player subverts my expectations. I, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm in for a great game session with these folks right here. Mm -hmm. Mona has, just to clarify, the OK Pistachio was one of, Pistachio was one of my characters. He was a fairy barbarian. Uh huh. And uh, Pistachio. Did you say was fairy barbarian? Fairy barbarian. I love yep. it. I love it. That is the <laughs> definition of me yep. as a was, human being. Yeah. Just saying. Definitely one of my favorites. He, was it three point five? Uh, he was or? stupid. No, this was fifth edition. the The fifth edition fairies that are in the uh, the what is it? The Wild Beyond the Witchlight, or one of the books. 
fairies yeah. come in. Cool. Uh, and they're 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 goblin size, but as they level up, you can get enlarged reduce on them. But being a barbarian, that's not gonna really. mm-hmm. right. Uh, but it, he uh, he basically drags right from Guardians of the Galaxy. Anything he mm-hmm. said, he took it at face value. That's cool. He <laughs> he he, and his his weapon was because he's medium, well, small size creature. He, it he couldn't use. Could, but it'd be a disadvantage if you're using the, the bigger weapons because tiny dude mm-hmm. um so it was basically an enlarged butter knife is what he used this is weapon so, i love that yeah. so much <laughs> yeah uh neek uh by martial class i mean non-spellcaster so barbarian monk uh, knight, whatever that might be, where they're just not spell focused. They're focused on I have a stick and I'm gonna whack you with it, <laughs> and it's gonna hurt really bad. She likes to do that even with just her druid. <laughs> yep, I do. Bonus action, cast shillelagh and whack him with my stick, yep. and I have killed a giant that way. Just saying. She did. She 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 got the last hit on it. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. It was awesome. It was epic. Whacking it. Speaking of epic, this interview has been epic. Edible Wizard, thank you so much for joining us for Bandwidth and Banter. We got to wrap up now, though, sadly. Yep. It was it's my been, pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. It was, it was. Are you kidding? It's been an honor and a privilege, sir. Uh, you're exactly the kind of folk that we like to find on Twitch and highlight because, like I said, you're a light. Thank yep. you so much. And I, I appreciate you guys bringing me on to. To ask all these questions and 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 the shenanigans from mm-hmm. from my community over there. So Indeed. thank you guys. So much. You have thank an amazing you. community. We're honored, blessed. Uh, we're honored that they got to come by and hang out with us, and uh, just fantastic folks, guys. For all of our folks who are watching, support Edible Wizard. Go drop him a follow and check out his content. And everyone, uh, biddies and subs, right? And then don't forget November seventh. He is, has his right. It's the first Charity stream. first week in November. So the first through the seventh, we like I said, we have sixteen different streamers that are taking part in this. There's all kinds of events. Which, uh, real quick, there is one of the things that's uh, there's going to be a, a giveaway. You mm-hmm. donate so much, and then you get entered in for a customized dice box that one of our people that's participating uh, he made it. Uh, I picked the colors. It's purple and yellow. It's a customized dice dice box and cool. a uh, holder for your dice. Uh, there'll be pictures up and everything uh, later, but thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. No, you're welcome. So thank cool. you for highlighting that for us. Yes. I appreciate thank you me. so much. <clears throat> wow. That was phenomenal. Edible Wizard Lovely. was fantastic as we knew we would. he would be. Absolutely. I had zero. I was so excited. I've been so hyped because I'm just like... I never get a chance to really spend too much time in his chats. I do get to lurk mm-hmm. and I'm just mm-hmm. like, this is so great that we get to chat and I just, any excuse to talk about D and D with somebody and like get their perspective, especially mm-hmm. with a DM, like as like a player only and like new to D and I'm just like, share your wisdom with me, share your wisdom with me. <laughs> and I, I love agree. it. It's wonderful. I'm fortunate that I frequently am hanging out with Banana Tom and we'll raid into Edible Wizard or Edible Wizard will come hang out in Banana Tom's or, or even my chat sometimes. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
I, I honestly just day. sometimes uh, when he's streaming, I'll just go uh, like throughout the week, uh, lurk or pop in and say hello and see how he's mm -hmm. doing and watch his content. He, uh, he's amazing. So guys, yeah. thank you for, for supporting him. Continue to support him. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, that that's it for tonight's Bandwidth and Banter. Uh, before we wrap next up completely, week. though, next week is here in Chicago. Here in Chicago, our, oh yeah. Here in Chicago, he's uh, our our little resident pain in my ass. <laughs> yeah, but he's I'm uh, so excited. He's our, I, I like to call him. What did I? What did I come up with today? Is he's the the uh, what's that that game he plays with? This like soccer the Rocket with, League. Yeah, Rocket League. He's he is he's our Lord of Rockets. <laughs> Rocket Cards. That's even better. Lord of Rocket Cards. I like that. So thank you guys. Come check us out next Friday for another episode of Bandwidth and Banter with Kieran Chicago. Mm -hmm. Thanks again for joining us tonight. Uh and uh we'll do our little wrap up real quick here. Mm -hmm. You ready for this, Druid? Ready. Thank you for coming to the show. Please drop a like, subscribe, and comment down below. If you're listening to the podcast, please rate and review the episode. We are bandwidth and banter. Thank you. And good night. <laughs> Fantastic. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye